Yo, 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 once again, this is with just a messages podcast. Of course, I'm Mo. I'm Mike. You no, know, we in this, we on the Zoom this week, you know what I'm saying? But you know, the show still goes on. I got my dog Drew with us, of course. I, 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 how y'all feeling? Doing good. We're good, man. We in here, man. What's going on, with niggas, man? How y'all feeling, man? Feeling good, man. It's a nice overcast type weekend, you know, so. I'm a fan of overcast days. A lot of people don't like that shit, but I ain't got no beef with it. What's the best weather, man? Hell yeah. Drew, how New York treating you, man? It's good out here, man. I ain't even tripping. It was 91 yesterday. It's going to be 91 again today. So that means everybody outside. You know what I mean? So it's, it was a good time, man. Good vibes. Yeah, it's hot as hell. You was telling me before you came on more than more had a uh like a party in front of a hotel shit. Yeah, it was um so it was a block party. Yeah, man. So Biggie birthday is gonna be going on in his neighborhood um today. Um one of uh, my brother's former students, she'll be out there working a vendor. Um so she'll like, yeah, you should come out there. So I'll probably do that later on today. I think she said it's gonna start around five. Um, but I mean, man, it was it was it was a lot of people outside, like on each block, there was like Jamaican. They had the turkey legs out there. They had, um, they had uh, Mexicans out there. They had, I mean, food. As far as food, I mean, it was it was so much food. They had the fake chains out there. They had the Gucci hats out there. Um, <laughs> they had the Gucci belts, of course. And uh, I didn't see no Supreme. Still waiting on it. Damn <laughs> <laughs> man, you ain't copy that. In the built setup, man. Oh man, that's it. No man, the buckets look crazy. <laughs> Gucci buckets look crazy, man. Hey, you might have to holler at that African nigga, man, to get that Supreme, man. <laughs> Supreme 33. Supreme 33. Yeah, that's an African, man. Get it from the African. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, man, that's what's up. Yeah, it's been good. Hey, so while you up there, are you um are you like doing any type of like sightseeing or anything like that? Um, well, I'm in I'm in uh Times Square, so I'm literally in the hub of everything. Um and everything you gotta, that you you gotta hit the statue one time, man. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking about I mean I got till Tuesday, so and I can't get into graduation because uh, I'm not vax. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, gotta be vax in order to get into graduation. They still they still playing like that up there? Yeah, man. Yeah. New York take that vaccine shit serious, bro. No one do not play. So, so what was the thing with Kyrie? Then, if Kyrie can play, you can't go to to graduation. It's you know everybody still certain got some certain places still got their rules. Yeah, certain. <laughs> that shit, wild, bro. I was like, damn, y'all can't even go to the graduation. So, somebody gonna like record it for you? Yeah, I'm sure they're gonna have an online link. Um, you know, for oh, yeah. it. Yeah. That's- Benefits of technology, man. Facts. Facts. And hell, look at us. We're able to do a show still. You know what I mean? Work don't stop. <laughs> hey, man, when people be talking about, well, this probably, it's kind of, it's kind of not like the same thing. But, I mean, like, when people be talking, I always see when somebody bring up social media, they talking about the negative things about social media. But they, I don't ever see nobody talking about the positive things about social media. Right. Like, you know how much shit, like, Benefits off technology and social media can change somebody's life off social media. A lot. It's just it's just a popular thing to say that uh, social media made everything bad, but I don't really look at it like that. 
I think it's a half glass, half full. I mean, a half glass, empty, half glass, full type thing, in my opinion, depending on who you talk to. Yeah, I can see that. It, it is a lot. It's a lot that benefit people from social media. But yeah, you're right. Think about it. Like people being reconnected with their families through social media. Somebody probably been looking for somebody for X amount of years, got connected through social media, business ventures pop off. You form relationships on social media, dope relationships. I mean, you take the good with the bad. It just depends on what you give an energy to, in my opinion. Yeah. People alive, people give energy to the negative shit. I'm the type of person, bro. If that shit, like, you know how we always be talking about, like, low vibrational music mode? Yeah. <laughs> type shit like that. Like, if that shit is low vibrational, I'm not fucking with it. I'm only, I'm only interested in the positive things, man. Yeah, I guess they were from that low vibrational type shit, man. That Broadway type shit, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Whole time, this, man, I'm about to get on raw wave, man. But anyway, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know his charges got dropped from that shit. Oh, he also oh, okay. All right, well, all right. <laughs> I ain't gonna say nothing to spill it up. Hey, but you know that could go that could go both ways, man. Yeah, that could mm. go both. But um, yeah, man. Biggie, Biggie birthday, Biggie birthday was yesterday, man. Man would have been fifty years old. R.I.P. to him. Salute to him. I know if you know Biggie, you don't really got to say too much. You already know Tommy, especially if you a music lover. Um, but did he got to pay for his crimes, man? Um, that song that he put out and put Biggie verse on that Ty Dollar Sign shit? No, sir. Y'all heard that shit? It's a new song. He took his "I Love the Dough" verse and put it on that song. On this, <laughs> he took a "I Love the Dough" verse and put it with a Ty Dollar. That don't even sound right. This shit is ass, bro. This is new. Like this just came yeah. out. This is new. He dropped it like day before his birthday. Oh, oh, so that's how he moving. All right, man. <laughs> All right, man. That's that don't even sound right though when you said that. Like, I love the dough. This not even no offense to Ty Dollar Sign because I, I like Ty Dollar Sign, but I just don't see how that even matches up. It's, you know what I mean? Oh, people was talking about um he saw Tupac versus getting put on remixes in the early 2000s he said he's gonna match that you know those type of those type of energies i'm like no man no nah, man nah, man we got, we, got, we got big duets in 05 man keep that shit keep that shit and that shit wasn't bad that, I, that shit wasn't bad but nah you ain't have to do that. that was it though that was it leave that in 2005 like yeah leave that that was seven yeah almost 20 years ago man so let that shit ride i don't know I mean, hopefully, like, his his family, you know, benefits off the record. You know, they get their income off that record. But outside of that, that record is ass, man. It's ass. I see they all had a uh, – they was on the Twitter spaces uh, Friday. Was that Friday? It was uh, Jay-Z, um, Diddy. Man, there was a lot of people in that space. They was just talking about uh, – Boy, Fat Joe. Joseph was in there. Yeah, Fat Joe was in there. Oh yeah, Jose was in there. <laughs> Jose was definitely in there. Yeah, but um, yeah, they was just talking about like you know, uh, just everything, Biggie, Biggie's impact and shit like that. Like you know, even with him being gone almost twenty five years, like he still got a major impact. How he still he's still here, basically, which is all true. 
You know what I'm saying? Like he got kids that's moving around now. We got CJ. I just saw CJ on uh CJ and uh and J1. That's Jada Kiss son. They was on Smoke Dizzle podcast together. That shit was crazy seeing that. Like that was that was crazy seeing that. Um, and Beanie Siegel pulled up on him for that episode and all. Like that was that was a dope episode. Yeah. Um, was, was that? They also had like a party, and his son was rapping some of his verses from his greatest hits. Like he was rapping um his Big Papa verse. Lil Kim was there. Um, oh, okay. So I saw that because speaking yeah. of Jose, they had uh he was performed too. He performed too. Yeah, he butchered he butchered one of the verses though. No, which one? It was uh I saw Choke No Joke posted it. I think it was uh. Cause him and Lil Caesar performing, and it was like, and but and um and niggas was like, damn. So y'all killed Rich Homie Kwan when he forgot the words, but y'all not gonna say nothing when Fat Joe forget the words. And I'm like, hey man, that's a point. Y'all got a point though. So, you know hey what man, I'm it, I, it, it's kind of funny to me how when when Rich Homie Kwan butchered that verse, Dog went on a little hiatus, man. I'm just saying, I don't know. That shit kind of that that timing is kind of funny to me, man. That timing kind of yeah. funny. Hey, but you know, Jose never get them same consequences though. Oh, so, no. Oh, no, no, no. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm sorry. You gotta watch them Jose's, man. <laughs> yeah, I watch them, man. No, I want to know what song that was. I, I gotta check that out. I gotta I check got, that out. Yeah, I'm gonna send you, I'm gonna send you because you, you can see he's clearly butchering the song and Lil C's is saving him. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's crazy. You know C's ain't gonna butcher no verse, so. No, nah, hell no. Nah. And that's crazy. Lil' Kim was there for both of those. Cause she she did the she was there for Rich Homie Kwan one and she was there for this one. Mm-hmm. She actually defended him after that shit too. Rich Homie Kwan. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he deserved like no. he was like he need to be out of rap type. So I was like, bro, come on, bro. Like, all right, yeah. bro. Hey, yeah, that's a notable verse. Da, da, da. Yeah, cool indeed, but dog. I mean, it is what it is. It it's is not- what it is. I think Rich Homie Kwan was like, what, 22, 23 at the time? That was, what, 2014, 13? See, like, he, was, he just came into to the game kind of, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He ain't I, really old, I, but. I understand why they got him for it, though, because at that time, he was hot. He was killing. Yeah, he was. Kind of bridging the gap between younger and older by having him do it. So I get it, but. I, I didn't. I didn't understand. The jokes was cool. What, what was they saying on Twitter around that time? Oh, it was. I mean, it was more people just just frying for uh for 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 forgetting the lyrics. There was a lot of older people like on some. Oh, this, this is what we doing in rap now type shit. Like you, 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 you know, <laughs> nah, that's ain't cool, bro. <laughs> oh shit! Damn man, that shit is crazy. You know, be more jokes, but it do be like the older heads on it. It was they was taking it seriously. What do you think? What do you think Biggie would have been at right now if he still was alive? Like in terms of like in the music industry. Uh, if Biggie was still alive at fifty one, I don't know if to say he would have probably been on like like on some Jay Z type shit. As far as like, um, not like a I'm gonna give you a project every year type shit, but like I'm gonna still give you a verse every now. You gonna you still gonna know that I can still rap type shit. You know what I'm saying? But for the so most when- part. But what year you think would have been his last album? Uh, his last Not album? In terms of his run. In terms of his run. Like, technically, Jay-Z last album is 444, but I'm talking about, like, on some black album type shit. I think his last album probably would have been 
like oh five. You think so? You think he would have went that long? Yeah, you gotta think what what uh life of the death was like what 93, 94? 94. Yeah, 94. No, 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 no. Life after death was 97. Ready to die was 94. I mean ready to die, I'm sorry. Ready to die 94. So like 94 to 05. I can see that. I'm thinking around there. I, I for some reason I'm I'm kind of around like 02, 03-ish for some reason. But he probably would have said because Biggie loved rap, so. And you got to think he was coming out on a two to three year gap average. Yeah, so if he would have stayed on that time frame, so 94, 97, I'm thinking his third album would have came around 99, 2000. Yeah. Honestly, you might have surprised so far, to be honest with you. Yeah, probably. <laughs> we break it down like that. If he coming out, if you coming on an average like that, somewhere around there, that would have been dope to see, though. But, you know, we got two classics from him before uh, – before his unfortunate uh passing, uh they was talking about even even with his two albums, there's still people who got more than him who still not touching that. Still not touching Ready to Die Life After Death. Just off the quality, I, I wouldn't argue that. Yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, listen, I I still got big, I still got him top five all time. When he was like, what? How old was he when Ready to Die came out? Like what? Twenty twenty two. He was recording it at like 21, so yeah. I mean, I say this all the time. Like, he died. I listen to, listen to a lot of 22 year olds, and they ain't had that type of skill set or you know uh, content like that. So, they ain't able to break it down like that. So, bro, Pac wrote, Pac wrote, Brendan's got a baby at 20. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I think it was writing shit like that before he could drink. Like that's that's wild. We always talk about how Nas wrote Illmatic at 19 years old. Shit. Then he came back. Was it? It was written. He was what 22, 23 years old. So these niggas was in a in a time and mindset where they was able to paint a picture of their environment and then just able to lace it down with with production, wordplay, flow. Just really take you there, honestly. You still have some rappers now who do that shit, but at that time, I think it was more, how can I say, a common thing. No, that's facts. That's facts. That's facts. I want to argue that. But yeah, man. All them dudes have a different mindset, man. Like, I think that was just across the board in rap, man. Like, I I don't want to say, like, they was just on some different type of time. I just think the maturity level was just different, like, like when you really break break down like how what they was talking about and how they was able to do it. I would have loved to see what he did with Junior Mafia. Yeah, I think they would have probably been um a lot more a lot more bigger. I know C's probably would have been bigger. I mean Kim Kim was gonna be Kim regardless. Kim was already icon status just off that off hardcore. You know what I'm saying? Like that inspired a lot of women. So but yeah. it's so many Y'all, she had so many hits on that album, dog. Yeah, that album, that album a classic, bro. She had so many fucking hits on that album, bro. That's got to be one of the top female rap albums ever, if not the best one. Like, she she just came out, kicked the door down, came out in the blaze. No Time is my favorite record from that album, though. I love No Time. Facts. <laughs> she went like that out. She did at the, um, the Old World Trade Center. She went, oh, yeah, she did, she did, she did, yeah. That's good. 
tell you how uh how fast time go by man because you got to think so hardcore was what 96 then big died and not and he was supposed to put cameron on mm-hmm could have been who he was but that would have been that would have been dope to see that dynamic in the booth man yeah then we, we probably would have got uh of course we was going to get the commission so I mean, it, it it was a lot that we that we would have got, man. Just with Jay Z and, and Big alone, like that would have been crazy. Oh man, dog! Do you think Big and Hov would have did like a Watch the Throne type shit? Oh yeah, for sure, for that sure. Crazy, bro. No, because like only- you got to think, like even if uh, you got to think, even if everything would have still went how it went with with Kanye coming under Jay Z. Of course, Biggie would have got on some of them beats too. So like, it would just been crazy. Like, I would have loved to hear Biggie on Drive Slow. Oh man, <laughs> come on! Oh man, that would have been crazy. Just him on certain beats, Diamonds Are Forever. And it wasn't like Biggie couldn't. He could have got on any type of beat and just he anything. He could rap anything. His flow bag was unlimited. Yeah, he can rap with anything. Like when like, they got on Notorious Thugs. It was like, oh, yeah, nothing this. When I heard that, I was like, oh, there's nothing this nigga can't rap on. <laughs> there's nothing he could not rap on, dog. I know him and Kanye would have had some classic records. Yeah. Um, Cameron, I would have loved to hear a Cameron Mason Biggie record. That would have been crazy. Super crazy. Especially at that time, 97, 98, 99, that would have been crazy. All of them at these like, peaks and shit, like, that would have been crazy. Like, Hell yeah. Was- Even. I know we only heard it on the uh, on the duet, but and like on just actually doing songs together, Pun and Big would have been dope. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? Let me just, let me think. Of who else would have been dope? Oh, Jada Kiss. Yeah, more Jada and Biggie. Oh man, man. DMX. X, of course. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's a lot, bro. Even if yeah. even if he. I sure Biggie would have. He had love for the South too. He probably would imagine Biggie on some Ti shit, like you know what I'm saying, like man, like some like some prime Ti shit, like <laughs> yeah, 100. Bring him out. Uh, uh, yeah, what if he really was on Bring Him Out? Like that was crazy. Like that would have been perfect for him because you know originally Swiss said that song was for Beanie. Oh yeah, yeah, I heard that. Remember he said that? That song was originally for Benny, but he gave it to T.I. Biggie on 24s. Biggie on top back. <laughs> it's just so much what ifs, man. It's just so much what ifs. I mean, the biggest for me probably was if he really got those American Gangster beats. Because Puff saved a lot of those samples for him. So if he got a lot of those... Party Life? Party Hip Hop, but Biggie on Party Life, Biggie on, on the Rock Boys beat. Hey, come on, man. Take that shit. Come on, man. Yeah, man, that would have been dope to see. Just And I always think about how old he was when he got killed, man. It's like, that nigga wasn't even at his peak yet. He was nowhere near his peak. Like, he just came and kicked out the door at such a young age. Imagine, imagine what his skills would have been like at 28, 27, 29 years old, 30. Like, oh, man, he just had so much... <laughs> Really scratched the surface of what he could really do. That's the crazy shit. Like, and when you think about it, even like him and Pac was just different, bro. Like, Pac gave us like five albums before he passed away, and 
when he came out the gates, his first album, you know, with the Brennan's Got a Baby, you know, Tupac's Revenge and all this other shit. And it was for him to do Tupacalypse now at 20, 19 years old. Then he passed away in 96 at 25. And then he went out with Machiavelli. Man, we would have got more classics after that. Way more classics. Them niggas was just cut different as far as talent. Like that, that even like the type of shit that Pac was on before he died. Like I think, um, I think Lee was talking about that on his Instagram yesterday. Like, like that that angry flow that he had, like that that military type flow he had. Like that shit was crazy. Like it was aggressive, man. That's why I don't yeah. even understand. That must be some new Twitter shit where niggas be talking about like, oh, because I only saw Pac slander when I got on Twitter. It's just it's, it's always been a, a weird thing to um to go at Pac on Twitter, man. I just I don't get it, bro. But Pac Pac one of them guys, bro. Like at bars like that, I'm like I don't know what y'all talking about. Exactly. I mean, he might not have been a wordsmith like that, but that nigga was a great rapper, an elite rapper. And like you say, his aggression, his aggression really was like nobody had an aggression like him when he got on the track. And I think that really came from him really. Um, just like loving the music. You remember in his movie when he was talking to the engineer about uh, Brendan's Got a Baby and he was mm. listening to the record. He's like, man, this shit don't sound right. He was like, you hear that? That shit got a hit. And he was just talking about certain beats on the song. Like, no, this shit don't sound right. Like that shit got a slap. They got to feel that shit. So I think he matched that with, the, with his rapping style because anytime you heard Pop rapping on a song, effort wise and tone wise, he always gave it like his all. You could tell. Facts like how like you can't see me like that record is amazing even on how do you want it you could tell like he had a certain charisma about himself but he when he was rapping that song he had a type of energy that was like yeah like I'm here type shit and that yeah. shit I don't think a lot of people understand like you gotta have a certain type of energy and a certain type of charisma because anybody could just read bars off a of paper but how you the deliver flare, the flair and how you kick it man. Yeah, it's all about the play and how you kick it. Like, Pac was able to do a song like that, but able to do a song like uh, How You Want It or All About You. You know what I'm saying? Scandalous. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was able to do just certain shit. Was like, man, you could feel that nigga. He's one of the, honestly, he's one of the few rappers who, when he rapped, you felt his energy on the record. A lot don't have that a lot of people don't have that energy like damn like this nigga really rapping these words like he really rapping this shit he made it believable Facts. it was all believable that's that's the beauty that's the beauty of his his artistry for sure only a few artists like that for real though like and it's it is biggie and pop like at the top for me like when you listen to biggie rap certain songs like i can actually see what he's talking about like so that's shit oh. crazy Ross would have been dope too. Oh, Biggie and Ross. Oh, come on, bro. <laughs> we would have probably got a Biggie and Ross album, bro. Like, that would have just been crazy. Like, that would have been crazy. Imagine Biggie on Shameless or Freemason with, with Hove. Oh, Hove, Biggie, and Ross on Freemason? Tears of Joy? Oh, man. <laughs> Biggie on Tears of Joy would have been elite Top. music, bro. Because <laughs> there's nothing that, that's one of the, Top record, especially for now, like, what's that record that Hove, Hove, Nas, and Ross got? Is that Three Kings? Yeah. You know, that's, uh, that's, that's Hove, uh, Ross, and, um, and Dr. Dre. Oh, okay. But I know they got a record together. I they, just can't. 
Yeah, I can't remember the name of it though. Yeah, that would have been dope to see too. I also would have known. I, I just in terms because when two thousand hit, and I always stand by this. I feel like 2000, 2010 is the best decade for for rap. But just in terms of see how Biggie would have maneuvered through certain beefs that we had going on, and I'm not. I'm not speaking in terms of inserting himself, but how he just wouldn't win about because I know that was a weird time, especially when the rock broke up. Rock yeah. broke up in five. I know Big was cool with Dame and he was cool with Ho. So it would have been interesting to see how he would have maneuvered throughout that. Just certain artists that that he would have would have brought in the game, how he would have felt about drill music that's going on now, just how he would have adapted with the times. I don't ever feel like Big would have been on no hate shit because he was all about helping people like he really was about he embraced everything he did he did like he really wanted junior mafia to take off that would have just been lovely to see man it was just so much potential but you know we'll never know all we can just do is just reminisce and appreciate appreciate what he gave us you know it's crazy i think about it now just to think that big would have been 50 years old is crazy like that's how much time done passed like it's really been 20 24, 25, 26 years since he passed. Like, yeah. that's that's crazy to me, man. That's crazy. Because I'm looking, I'm like, damn, he was born 72, 50 years old. Just a thing, what he would have accomplished at 25, he, I already know he probably already been in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. For sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. Business ventures would, probably would have been endless. Ain't no telling, man. It was just, it was just so much, so much, um, Great shit to come from. Oh, I also would have known, you know, Diddy would have had him on uh, making it a band, like as a guest. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, he would have had Biggie on that. He would have had Biggie on making the band, dog. He would have had that on there. Facts. Then you probably would have popped up for like two episodes. Like, hey, man, all right, bro. <laughs> all right, Puff, man, I'm out, bro. <laughs> He would have definitely been at that uh at that at that uh the Jay Mills and um and Ness battle though. He would definitely been there. Oh, 100 percent He would have been there for- I also think I also think him him and Pac would have squashed that beef too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that would have been over with. By that 99 thousand would have been over with. Anyway, it, because you robbing us from great music. Hell yeah. You robbing That's, us from that would have been squashed, bro. <laughs> Pocket big on the record would have been just amazing. Amazing. Because what's that, what's that record that they put Pocket Big on after they died? Is it uh Dying to Live? Yeah, running. Running, running, yeah, running. Dying. That's what was a crit. So I just know they would have had amazing shit together just to, just with them two alone. But yeah, I always thought, I always felt it was weird to see the hate that that Pac got on Twitter. I was like, oh yeah, this is just some Twitter shit. In real life, niggas. It's Twitter shit. It's Twitter shit, bro. That's the only artist who gonna always catch like slander on Twitter, bro. Like, like the 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 most slander, I probably say it's, it's gotta be Pop. And then I don't know. I just know Pop. I've seen Pop catch a lot of strays for no reason, bro. I just be like, all right, bro. Like, <laughs> it, it just be shit that's like, oh, this really a conversation. Because at first I'm thinking niggas trolling, but no, these niggas really feel like this. No, he's not really like that. No, he ain't. He ain't really have bars like that. I'm like, well, who the fuck am I listening to? Because I don't know. You can't be talking about this nigga. You can't hey, be talking about this nigga. <laughs> no, I, I was listening to me and my girlfriend the other day. I'm like, man, this nigga here was a fucking beast, dog. That 
fucking animal. I might go watch that movie again today just because. Which movie? All Eyes on Me. Oh, the, oh, okay, yeah. They did a good, they did a great job with that movie too. A lot of times, I'm, I'm glad Lifetime ain't get that shit. That's all I got to say. Of Lifetime got it, bro. I'm niggas to push that shit like a motherfucker, man. Bro, I don't even know. I don't even want to know who would have played Pog if Lifetime got that movie, bro. They probably would have hired us a, a regular nigga to play Pog. Right? No, they, they would have got Flex Washington, man. <laughs> Hey, hey, bro! I remember watching that Michael Jackson movie, bro. <laughs> and they, uh, they fucked the Michael Jordan movie up too, bro. Oh yeah, because dog couldn't have none of his shit. Boy had a full gay ass. This nigga had a Fubu jersey for the Bulls. I'm like, bro, what is this, bro? Like, that's what this said. Twenty three. That's it. Like, <laughs> and then they have going like some weird ass lettering or some shit. That shit was that shit was all the way bad, but they butchered a lot of them fucking movies. A lot of them. that's that'd be my thing with biopics. If you're gonna do somebody's biopic, do it 100 percent to the T, man. You can't you can't fumble because in my opinion, it's it's disrespectful to their legacy. Yeah, yeah, one hundred disrespectful to their legacy. Jordan, you do Michael Jordan doc, but you don't even got rights to have the Chicago Bulls on there. Like, come on, bro. You gotta holler at that man. You gotta do it right, just like what. Speaking of, just like when me and you was like tripping off the Carmelo and uh LeBron shit, the boys had people in the stands with masks on. Like nobody was wearing masks in O2. Nobody, the only man wearing a mask in O2 was Michael Jackson, bro. Like, let's be real, bro. Like <laughs> the only person. That was the, the only person. nigga walking around with a mask, bro, was Michael Jackson, bro. And everybody was calling him crazy. Everybody was calling him weird, oh, he crazy. It's just it's even now. You, I'm starting to see the transition of people really not wearing masks no more. I be going to the grocery store. I be one of the few people still with a mask on. Hey, I walked to Walmart the other day. I had my mask on. Niggas was just looking at me. Like, I'm like, bro, like, I'm, I'm looking at y'all. Like, why? Y'all like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. I don't care about all that other stuff. I'm wearing my mask, bro. Like, yeah, sorry about that. We had a little uh, technical difficulties, but uh, we back on. But uh, yeah, man, uh, Mike was the only one walking around. With with that with the mask on O2, man. Everybody looked at he was crazy. But even now when I be going out, niggas don't be having that shit on no more. And it's like, well, yeah, it is what it is. But I'm gonna keep my shit with me. That shit just a part of me now. Yeah, I'm 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 rocking the mask, man. And I and it helped me because I got allergies and shit now. So it, it cut down on cut down on a lot of shit. It cut down on a lot of shit. So I be straight. Like I'm not going away. I'm not straying away from the mask, bro. Yeah, I feel you. Shit, a lot of shit, man. Listen, I, I be still taking my elderberry every day. I still be on, I be on that black seed oil now. Bro, I remember the first time I took black seed oil. This was like sometime last year. I take the pills, right? Nigga, I bit into one of them shit. Nigga, that shit was so nasty. I said, oh, hell no. And that after state's a motherfucker, bro. It took me like a minute for that shit to go, for that shit to go away. But it does great work, though. But like actually tasting that shit? That shit crazy. That shit is crazy like a motherfucker, but it do have great uh, great benefits though, like uh, fight against uh inflammatory diseases, brain help help with brain health, um immune system, uh just energy in general, skin, all that type of facts. But yeah, man, shout out to the niggas who 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 choosing not to wear their mask on, man. Niggas, niggas gonna be outside these next couple summers, man, and make them for 2020 summer. You know how that shit go. <laughs> Hey, niggas trying to go in this summer, bro. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Niggas gonna be making it making it a thing for sure. 
Niggas is outside, shoulder to shoulder. Weird, weird. I'm just trying to think, like, what? When, when I hear people say that like, we're trying to get back that when we lost 2020, like, y'all ain't, like you said, you lost nothing. Like, y'all was still outside 2020, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah, some niggas still was outside 2020. Right. You're right. I right. was going to Tulum. Y'all was going to California. Y'all was going everywhere. Like, it was. Some, it was some prices, man. It was some prices. Some prices was friendly around that time. You got to think, airlines got hit out of nowhere with this shit. So it was like, man, we got to keep people on these flights. People was just booking flights because they were so cheap to go places. Now, right. now, that shit a different case now. There's six, six for a flight, for a round trip. Some might be high. Some might be a stack, to be honest with you. Facts. I seen one nigga say he, he was taking a, uh, a flight from... Atlanta to New York, a round trip was like a thousand and some shit. I was like, what? No, sir. I'm cool on that. Definitely cool. That's what got me because I was I was supposed to go to DC the summertime. DC flights don't really be that much, but I gotta buy more than just one ticket. So I might just might just buckle down and take that drive, bro. Like real talk, bro. The drive <laughs> that, that drive ain't that bad though. That drive ain't that bad. It was? Huh? How much you said it was for one, for one trip? Um, I don't really look at it, but I'm just if I'm going off of what you're saying, dog, dog almost paid a thousand for a round trip. I gotta buy more than just one ticket, though. That's what I'm, I gotta buy like almost three tickets. So I know, oh, bro. You gonna be tapping close to that? That's what I'm saying. Like, I yeah. can just spend that on gas bread and have a lot more left. You saw that shit? How they was talking about how gas gonna hit six dollars nationwide? You think that shit for real? You think that shit cap? Shit, somewhere. Um, one of my one of my people that I follow, that he out in uh, in the Bay Area, he was like it's almost six dollars out there already. Mm. What's 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 gas right now down here? Like four sixty something, four fifty. I feel when I uh, got gas yesterday, it was like four thirty five at the pumps. Yeah, so you four thirty five. I use cream, so my shit was probably about four sixty. I don't think that shit is six. This, this is crazy, bro. Like. <laughs> Shit hit six dollars down here. People are gonna be in a frenzy, bro. Niggas, niggas got a niggas are paying four for fours for one gallon of gas, bro. <laughs> this is crazy, like this is crazy. You know they don't even got that shit no more. It's the it's the five dollar bag now. <laughs> yeah, the biggie bag, the biggie bag. <laughs> bro, I went to go get a four for four like a month ago. The was like, yo, you can't get the uh. The junior bacon cheeseburger. I was like, bro, what? Like, yep. you gotta get the you gotta get the five dollar biggie bag. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Like, mm-hmm. this shit done changed, man. Shit done changed. Shit is crazy. But um, uh, back on some music. You uh checked out Migos? Well, Unk and Pew news uh new record. <laughs> yeah, I checked it out. That shit kind of hard. I like it. They bring that. Hey. That's crazy. Me and Mark was talking about the lobby. That lobby shit. They, they brought the lobby, uh, lobby dance. So that's going. It's going. It's straight. I like it. Dog, is that shit? Hey, Drew. Them, them. Uh, that Facebook post that you shared in the group the other day. That was. That was real. I mean, that page got like one point four million followers. So I'm Man. guessing that's yeah. Like I don't think niggas following a ghost page. 100.4 million people are going to follow a ghost page, so. That's crazy. Y'all think them niggas broke up for real, man? I think that shit cap. I think that shit cap, man. 
I think that shit cap. They they've had issues before, but they always solved it in house. So like, I don't think I don't think no boys gonna let no damn music shit get in between them, man. They it is what it is, man. I hope so, man. But I fuck with that record though. That record hard. I fuck that with that. Hard. I think take I think Takeoff and Quavo can really do an album together, and that shit still get the same reception. That's just that. They was they was been supposed to do that uh that unconfused um it was an unconfused project it was them supposed to do it like a few years ago but I'm glad they're doing it now. Yeah, they all family though, man. I don't think that shit going out to nothing, man. That's yeah, it. them boys, them boys, family for real. So like, they'll be all right. I do fuck with that record heavy though. I do fuck with that shit. I hope them niggas run with that shit too. And if they get an album, I'm interested to see like how the core Migos fans like receive that shit. Honestly, I don't think it'd be no bad reception. Yeah, it should still be the same. Like, it's the same. I mean, if Offset, if Offset not on it, then it'll be, I think it'll be all right. For sure. Payroll dropped a new album. I fuck with that shit. Yeah, that Payroll, that payroll album hard. He and, produced songs yeah, on it, too. Yeah, he produced that. So shout out to him, man. He really tapping into his artistry bag overall. Because right out the gates, um, that scale record, I can't, I don't know the exact name of it, but he come out, he he came out with a blaze with that shit. So shout out to him. I'm trying to think of somebody else who dropped. Um I think that was really about it. Nobody else really came out with no record recently. Um I'm trying to think of something else that came up. No, that was really about it. But shout out to them too. I'm thinking, I'm thinking with that Migos shit, man, that shit might be some type of promotion type shit too. Think so? Might be, man. Them niggas ain't because ain't none of them really spoke on it. It was just them two popped up doing that. So I really feel like if it was really an issue, niggas would have spoke spoke out on it. Or they might just be keeping it internal because they family. You never know. Yeah. Yeah, man, that's a family sitting. That's it ain't our business. I know I'll say it ain't tripping because he got Cardi, so. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, nobody should be tripping off nothing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I know, chilling. He got him a beautiful wife. Got him some beautiful kids. He ain't really tripping. He honestly could just, like, kill for the rest of his life if he wanted to, like, and be good. Like, he really, I, if I was all set, bro, on some real shit, like, <laughs> I just coast. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm good, like. You seen that last shit party did? What'd you say? Seen that last Cardi B did, I think, with Playboy? Yeah. <laughs> elite. Elite. They're going to have a couple of more of those, though. Oh, yeah. I can, see him, have... having a, I can see him having a huge family, bro. For sure, for sure. Because he, he got, by himself, he got, what, five total? He got, by himself, he already had three. And he got two with Cardi. Yeah, so he got five now. He got yeah, five but... On his album, they first child wasn't born yet, right? Uh, his first album called Father of Four. So yeah, they, they already had the first culture had just been born. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. All four of his kids was on was on it. That's yeah. dope. Just to see how the Migos growing in general, just overall, because they be- that's been hard, bro. Like from, from how I first heard them niggas to where they at now, like that's just that's 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 a dope testament to life, brother. The more they grow a lot, bro. It's already been it's already been a decade. That's it's, crazy. That's it's crazy. Been a fucking decade. Good, yeah, 2012, bro. Like this that's crazy, bro. Bando came out 2012. 
Vandal, Katrina called FEMA. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, we always talk that 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 that's just, just a monumental year, man. And just 2012, bro. Just, just to see how much shit done transpired since then, especially in terms of music, like the impact on music, niggas' growth in music, just to see who's came, who's went, who's taken off, who fell off. It's just a whole bunch of man. You know who was killing, you know who was killing in 2012 that I thought was going to be like a mega star right now, bro? You remember that nigga Problem? Yeah. I thought he was going to be like a mega, mega star, bro. Like, he's still, he's a West Coast legend for sure, but I thought he was going to be like a worldwide name. Like, bro, had it, bro. Like, bro, had whatever it is, bro, had it, bro. Like, it was a couple of niggas from MMG around that time who I thought was going to really take off. Like, and who? Staley. Oh, yeah. Staley was going to take off for sure. Staley was. Is it Stolly or Staley? I want to make sure I say his name right. I think it's Stolly. I think I, I've heard him pronounce it Stolly before, if I'm not mistaken, but I oh. see it both ways. So I, I, I ain't tripping like Hill. Nice. He was on a couple of those records on, on their first album. Remember when Omarion on, on with the MMG? Omarion <laughs> definitely with the MMG, bro. He definitely did. <laughs> That shit was, he was on self, he wasn't on the first self made. He was on the uh, second self made. He was on the second one, yeah. Second one, he was on the. Yeah, man, it, it that was that was the times they really was killing as a clique. Like they really was, they was on some quality control type shit. Thanks, but quality. They they ran with that shit. Yeah. When when P and Coach K hit they wave, bro, they hit that wave hard, bro. Oh, uh, the niggas gonna go down like bird, like Birdman type shit, man. For real, yeah. I don't. It's ever falling off as a label. I I just don't see it. No, they, they, they covering different bases too. So them niggas are getting involved in sports now. Yeah. They got Alvin Kamara. They got a few um athletes. Like, yeah. Yeah. Shout out to QC, man. I think they also who they got in basketball. They got somebody in basketball. They got a they got a lot of they got a lot of athletes on the low, bro. That's dope, man. That's that's real dope. You see that shit that Jonah Lucas was talking about? You see that tweet. I saw y'all. I saw y'all send that to the chat. I was like, "Yo, ain't no way in hell only five people signed up for joining Lucas con- contest, bro." Like, <laughs> niggas ain't fucking with that shit, man. It is what it is, man. <laughs> that just speaks. That that just says a lot, in my opinion. That just says a lot. Like, this nigga giving away money and niggas not fucking with that shit, bro. Like, and nobody cares, man. And it's okay. It happens. If a nigga giving away money in this economy. And niggas not fucking with you. <laughs> Even niggas who don't rap. It's the niggas who don't rap who would do this shit just cause to try to win the 25. And only five people? And I don't know too many other rappers who that shit would have happened to, man. That ugh. five people? Five. Shit, soldier more people sign up for soldier boy challenge, bro. And How I'm much not even was- Soldier Boy. I know I fuck with Soldier Boy, but more people would definitely sign up for that than five people. Shit, niggas is doing Gotti Challenge for free. <laughs> <laughs> so what are we doing? It, it, it didn't have like an award, <laughs> but it was like for opportunity. But still, that didn't have no money value attached to that shit. Niggas is doing that shit for free. Oh <laughs> my God. <laughs> get more than five people to do a 25K challenge, man. That shit is crazy. <laughs> 
<laughs> Nigga can't give away 25 racks. <laughs> Damn, bro. Hey, hey that's hilarious, bro. That's hilarious, bro. I don't care how you break that down. That's hilarious. <laughs> man. Hey, join it, man. Charge that. Go throw that that 25 into some real estate or something, my nigga. (laughs) Yeah, you can take that 25 and do something, something, do something (laughs) like that. 100%. Especially from a nigga who's who had money like that taken from him. You you definitely know what you can do with that 25. Word. (laughs) You see what I'm saying? Like you know, that shit feel like man. You take that twenty five. You take that twenty twenty five thousand. Twenty five thousand. I don't care how rich. Yeah, I don't care how you try to cut that. Twenty five is twenty five. You real? If I knew about that, I would have signed up for it for the twenty five. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know about it, so I thought that was, yeah. when I thought I was like, damn, you tried to give away twenty five k. Only five niggas right. signed up. So what he needed to do is just let put the, the twenty five up amongst those five amongst those five people. That's some real nigga shit. Like, oh, since y'all the only five who signed up, I'll just split up. Five. Just, you know, each one of y'all get five racks, bro. Like, five. Your people are like, damn, bro. Hey, hey, this- y'all only five niggas signed up. Like, I still want, I still would, I still would want to hear something, but I would have, I would have did some real nigga shit like that. I would just twenty five split that shit, man. And that's how I would have went about it. Cause ain't at the end of the day, if. If that was my intent, somebody gonna get the money regardless. I just ain't gonna close the door on it. I just want to give it away anyway. So yeah, and that fight that that could help their situation. You know the, the times we living in right now, man. I saw a tweet the other day that said uh <laughs> rent, uh this rent prices out here looking like um make people wanna uh what's that shit? Uh, rent prices looking like very make it work type vibes or some some shit like that. It's basically speaking to the Kevin Samuels type rhetoric. You see what I'm saying? It was it was it was it was speaking more to that type of tone. And when I saw it, hey, what was that tweet you sent? And it was at the uh, and it had Boosie. And he was like, "Why do y'all always need help?" What was that? Tweet like? <laughs> oh no, the, like that's the same bullshit. The same bullshit that's on every week. It was like uh, a girl's. Oh, if you fuck with a nigga, he can't help you. Then why you with him? And it was like, why y'all always need help in all caps with the boozy picture? Like, yeah. Hey, man, I already said what I said, man. Where, where your daddy at, man? <laughs> <laughs> where your brothers and your uncles? Where your brothers and your uncles and shit at, man? Funny ass clip, bro. That was hilarious. <laughs> you know, that was almost two years ago, too? Yeah, that's crazy. Time flying, man. Time flying. But yeah, man, that shit, that shit wild. So that... That just speaks to um. I hope Jordan do that. I mean, he's entitled to do whatever he want to do with his money, but you know how you know how that shit go, man. I mean, that's how, that's how you make positive about it, though. To me, that's how you. That's to me. That's how you make a positive out of that. Like, give it to the, to the five who signed up. Like, my whole boy was telling me the other day, right? Just just speak on the economy real quick. He was uh, he was telling me how he was uh looking up these jobs on Indeed.com, right? And they offering, he said, he said, bro, these niggas ain't offering shit out here for these jobs. I said, what they range looking like, man, like 20, 21, 22. I'm like, man, that ain't shit. It's like, bro, I'm telling you, bro, these jobs out here is really wilding. Like, they expect niggas to come in here. Because, you know, this is thing going around now about how, like, the older generation is kind of shitting on the younger generation for having multiple jobs on their resume. Yeah. 
you know how the theme used to be back then. I was taught this too, like you want to show a consistent work history. People is basically like going from job to job because they either fed up with the salary or the work conditions. Yeah, the work environments be ass. The, like you said, the salaries don't be up to par. I don't understand how older people can really like look down on us when y'all had a different price set on everything back then. You know what I'm saying? Like everything was different back then. So like y'all basically at a point now where it's like y'all got a bunch of residual money. Y'all can just live off that now. So like this economy don't even matter to y'all. Like you, you, you talking about people who, who trying to establish new lifestyles, households and shit like that. We got to deal with the shit that we got to deal with. Y'all didn't have these hurdles. You know what I'm saying? So I never got that type of that stance that the older generation be having sometimes. But it's my mom was telling me in 98, rent probably was around, I want to say she said seven, eight hundred. Yeah. About seven, eight hundred. Three bedroom. Yeah. For one bedroom, it might have been about. Probably four, five. That year. But she said for like, you know, typical two, two or three, it was probably like seven to eight in between there. This is 1992. So you got to figure from 1998 to now, that's 24 years because my sister was born in 98. Okay. Minimum wage is still federally 725. Seven, what is niggas doing with 725 a month? I mean, uh, a 70, 75, 725 an hour, bro. What is niggas doing with that? Nothing. And like I said, y'all had a different price set on. Nigga, I never thought I would have seen the day we would have hit four plus dollars for gas. I remember one time when I was younger, we was riding around. We might have been around Florence or somewhere. And it might have been like this old rundown gas station or some shit. But they had this price like at $2 a gallon. This had to have been like $2,000. I'm like, man, they must be high as hell if they think people are going to pay $2 of some gas. I wish we had $2 gas right now. <laughs> yeah, crazy times going. But like, yeah, we all know the cost of living is really affecting a lot of people, man. That's why I don't be understanding why people be saying certain shit, man. These numbers don't lie. Like that shit that I be putting in the group, that shit is updated monthly. The numbers don't lie, man. The numbers don't lie. The numbers don't lie. Y'all better get y'all something. If y'all know that y'all shit real, y'all better get somebody and build something with somebody. Like, That's, man, but you know what's dangerous too? Because a lot of people are only together because of that, and yeah. they might they might hate each other. That's another dangerous too. Or you got people just wanting to get in a relationship, seeking that just just that one thing. Yeah. Like, oh, Oh, I got this, this, this. Oh shit! Let me, let me, let me scurry up in there, man. You gotta be careful with shit, like real shit. Hey, the wolves is out, man. These gotta eat, bro. Just think about it. You fucking with a chick, right? She coming over to your place. Your shit got shit. You go to her spot. She ain't got nothing. <laughs> like no furniture. <laughs> Might have a TV. Might have a TV on the floor. <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. That's that's certain shit. That's certain shit. You got what they like to say, red flags. That's a red flag, man. You got pay attention to certain. You got pay attention to certain shit, man. I'm just saying. Oh man. If the economy, the economy is fucked up, but you don't want to get yourself into a situation where you stuck. That's facts. But if y'all got a good dynamic, yeah, if y'all got a good dynamic, man, ain't nothing wrong with that, bro. No, one hundred percent. 
they seem to keep it real though. Like a lot of a lot of people need help, and it's it's cool. You know what I'm it's saying? Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, but this whole this whole thing that you know everybody supposed to be at a certain level, or so everybody just supposed to have like all this disposable income. That's just not reality right now, especially right now. Like you know what I'm saying? Like that's hey, just funny that's- because people people being there like make. People make shit like that their personality trait, but like on some real yeah. shit, like shit real out here right now. Like shit is very real, like very real. Shout out to Jordan. Jordan be telling me stories all the time. You know, Jordan working cars. Yeah. And he be telling me stories all the time. People be coming in there. We have just and I just be like, wow, bruh. Wow. Wow. It just be wow. That's all I can really say. Like, wow. Like niggas really be talking down on certain. Certain shit. It's like, bro, everybody out here is not making six figures, man. I don't know when this six figure thing became like the, 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 uh, the, the standard, but that's not reality, bro. Especially when you get the numbers. like the entrepreneurs on social media made it like that. What year did you say? What year do you think that shit started? Like 2015, 2016. Oh, damn, that's real. I was thinking a little later. So you saying 15, 16? No, matter of fact, you're right. Even when I was on the Instagram side, because I wasn't on Twitter then, I, I could kind of see that that tide. That yeah. tide. They made it seem like, oh, if you wasn't doing, oh, shit, like, you're not doing enough. That's why they say comparison is a thief of joy. Yep. You can't be comparing. And not for nothing, man, a lot of people be faking the funk. You can't go off the pictures, man. Facts. Hey, man, you got people renting, uh, got, you got people renting time on PJs and not going nowhere just to take pics, man. That's a real thing. Just keep doing what you're doing, man. Don't compare yourself to people, man. But you're right. 2015, 16 really was that time where that shit, that time really started to shift. It shit ain't. Then once the nigga hit that, then you might come across it. You might come across it. You could be like, shit, six ain't enough. You might gotta be high, high six or a millionaire. That's like when is enough enough though? Like I just want to be comfortable. I just want to love comfortable being able to do it. That's why I feel like that shit is subjective, man. You can't fall. You can't fall into the trap, man. If if you're comfortable and you want to continue to grow, cool. Your mindset can always remain comfortable while you continue to make more money. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, just example, if you're the type of nigga who work up in his field, okay, like he went from let's say 40, okay, boom, he's at 60, okay, boom, he's at 80, boom, hit 100 plus. His mindset could always remain comfortable, so he can still live his life the same way at 60 as he is at 100. Yeah. Get what I'm saying? Like how you say when is enough enough? I feel like that shit is probably all subjective. But uh, I think a lot of people just gotta be real about their situation. You know, another thing I see too, a lot of people be shitting on other people's salaries based off where they live. It's like, oh, y'all couldn't get get away with that shit in California, nigga. That's not that's not that man's fault. He live in Louisiana or Florida. That's not that man's fault. That's not my <laughs> fault. You got your ass out there, like <laughs> he able to live comfortable on seventy in in, in, in that state. He, you mad at that man because he ain't in Cali. He trying to get it. No, that shit don't work like that. I bet your ass would move over there if you had an opportunity. <laughs> I don't know if you ever saw that. I be seeing that shit too. I be seeing that too. I be seeing that. They try to. They, they was trying to throw shots at the south. Oh y'all, y'all. Of course, it's cheap to stay down there. And look at it. Like okay, okay, <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> I never moved back to New York. Okay, I, like and if I did move back to New York. Mike must be a multi-millionaire because I'm gonna have me a nice loft downtown. Don't no, 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 
and going to drafts to get certain apartments and shit up there. Like, y'all got like a lottery system or something. What you say? Ain't it like a lottery system to get like certain housing and shit up there or something? They have some type of, depending on what borough you're in, they do have some type of system like that. But, it, dog, studios is 1400 Studio. Like, you walk in that bitch, kitchen, room, da da. That's it. Like, no, bro. No. So, like, if I was to ever have something up there, it'd be like a penthouse type shit. Other than that, there's no reason for me to move move back up there. That shit makes no sense. People are fiending for houses down here. Trust me, I see it every week in my neighborhood. People getting let offers for their houses all the time. So they can talk that shit if they want. Yeah. But at the drop of a dime, you move your ass down here. I know. I see it all the time, man. I just think that shit on the TL be funny, though, man. <laughs> Hey man, cream on all skills look like to me. That's all I got to say. That's what it's looking like. <laughs> they can talk that shit all they want. That's what it's looking like to me. Facts. But yeah, man, we gotta get into some. Um, we gotta we gotta pack Nick Saban up, man. Yeah, man, let's get on Nick Saban, man. Cause Nick Saban, you know, last I, I, I never saw this coming from Nick Saban, man. But you know, people, you get you let people live long enough, man. They expose themselves over time, man. That's the funny thing about life, man. 100%. So Nick Saban has some choice words for certain colleges, uh, particularly HBCUs, about them, quote unquote, buying players because of the NIL deals. Um, but he spoke about Deion Sanders and JSU said they only got Travis Hunter. They paid him a million to come there. He threw Texas A&M under the bus, too, with Jimbo Fisher, which in turn sparked Jimbo Fisher throwing hella bars his way. Warranted. Uh, niggas put the ether beat over his uh press conference, man. Uh saying, like, you know, I worked under the guy. You know, we built this man up to be a, you know, have a God mindset. He think he a God, but you know, go look in that guy's past, man. You'll find some shit. That's mm. that's the type of time it goes on. It's like, bro, how you even trying to first of all, why are you even stitching about some shit that's legal now? Let's well, get he, that up. He's he's mad because the 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 the, the playing field is even now. 100%. 100%. Fact, that's just some hating ass shit. Um, I don't respect it. No room for it. I didn't get, really get to see what Dion said. I remember he was sitting down with somebody. I don't know if he had a response to him, but he did say he was going to address it. If I do see it. Um, he, said, uh, he said uh, He said that uh, he, he still respects Saban a, a lot. He still got respect for him as a coach. But he said um, Saban Saban made a left, we should have made a right. <laughs> oh, 100% facts, bro. Like, that was some whole shit. We call it space, yeah. but it was. You saw some hating shit. You mad because, you know, you had no problems always having the top two, if not one, recruiting class back to back to back to back years. Okay, so now these NIL deals in place. And this is what I appreciate about it the most because I was having a conversation about this on Twitter space. What I like about it now is a black athlete more so is inclined to look at a HBCU more now versus B1. Because remember, me and you talked about this, honestly, probably one within the first five podcast episodes, 2016. All it's going to take is one. We never thought it would have had the NIL deal attached to it. But now with this, it's like, okay, when incentive do I have to go to, go to quote-unquote, Texas, Texas uh, Longhorns when I can go ahead to FAMU where they were relate to me on a cultural um you know, just mental, uh, probably have my best interest if I get hurt and looking out for me on the back end as far as education. That's just my opinion. I feel like they wouldn't relate to them as well at Texas versus a FAMU or Southern 
or a Grambling, North Carolina A&T. So, and like Chad Johnson said on I Am Athlete, if you like that, you like that. You won't go ball regardless. But yeah, no matter where you go at, we've seen plenty of people come from like schools that weren't like powerhouse schools and still be right now. Darius Leonard, South Carolina State. Like, come on now. He wanted yeah. the top defensive players in the league. It's not an HBCU, but um, Khalil Mack went to Buffalo. That's not a notable D1 school. You see what I'm saying? You got some guys who, oh, shout out Dominique Rogers Comardi. He went to an HBCU. He went to Middle Tennessee, was a 15 pick in the draft. So if you like that, you won't get found regardless. And what I appreciate what Dion said is, dog, we don't have to pay our people to play with our people. Heavy on, heavy on that. <laughs> we don't got that. You're going to have to really strap on your, your coaching shit now. Like, it's going mm-hmm. up. I'm interested to see over the next five to ten years what the landscape really going to look like. Because what I what I really want for the HBCUs is the TV deals. If they yeah. get TV deals, that's going to be more exposure for them. So, in turn, when you have black coaches like Deion Sanders, shout out to Eddie George, shout out to Hugh Jackson. When they go t- talk to these kids, they got the same ammo that Saban got as far as TV exposure because – they think it's, well, shit, I'm going to be on ESPN regardless if I go to Alabama or JSU. Well, let me go ahead and fuck with JSU because they're my people for one. I know they're going to look out for me more so than y'all. I relate you know, to these people. I, I relate to these people, man. I feel like when, when you have a young black athlete like that, I feel like they need to be more in an environment like that. Nothing against PWIs. You can build great relationships with white people. I'm not saying that. You can... uh. Like I said, you can form great relationships with white people. You can have certain connections, all that. All that's great. But just in terms of the cultural impact, especially with the times we're living in now, just the cultural impact, you know, just them looking out for them. Because when they get the TV deals, okay, so now, you know how we always see them viral videos every year of certain teams' locker rooms, whether it be LSU, Alabama. Okay, so now the HCUs are going to have these, you know, the locker rooms with the TV set and their shit looking like a first-class plane seat. You see what I'm saying? They're gonna be able to have they're gonna be able to afford the the medical staffs, the the rehab centers, you know, yeah. like Alabama football practice field slash cafeteria. Like that shit is an own entity on its own. You got the they, practice. They, you they got crazy amenities, bro. They got crazy amenities, bro. Crazy amenities. So once once they get the TV deals in place, oh man, it's up, man. It's up. And I hope ESPN reaches out to a lot of them. Like, you know how they got, like, the Big Ten Network, they got the SEC Network. All that shit is just money, money, yeah. money. So, like, let's say ESPN get, like, an HBCU Network. It's like up. HBCU Network besides ESPNU? That would be hard. Yeah, because all that shit is, is just subs. I think Big Ten Network is on the Fox, though, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it is. It is. And SEC Network is on the ESPN, right? Yeah. Yeah, so if they was to get like if ESPN was to create like an HBCU network, just don't fumble it with the analysts. We got to keep that shit with it. Because what I appreciate that ESPN does when the HBCU, like with when JSU and South Carolina State, they have black commentators. Yeah, only right, bro. Like I just just keep it, just keep it. You know that shit across the board, man. So I would appreciate like ESPN really needs. As much as, as much as they appreciate our culture and they benefit off our culture, it would be only right for Fox or ESPN to have an HBCU network. Because all it's going to do is just flourish all the top apps. It's going to take some time. This is not something that's going to happen overnight. But throughout time, if they adopt an HBCU network, it's only I up from 
I think uh, I think that's going to come. Like the more we see these athletes choose these HBCUs, it's going to be only a matter of time. Honestly, like you said, it's not overnight. But you know these 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 networks of publications, they're going to have to they'll have to follow the talent. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just it's a, it's only it's only natural. So and, you know, and imagine imagine a top basketball black athlete and top football black athlete going to the same school like a Mikey Williams and let's say the top DE going to uh North Carolina ANC. ESPN gonna be looking like hey let's see what the fuck they got going on over here okay and then a lot of you know what a lot of it boils down to that can also open up the doors and honestly I feel like they should have been like that because another thing is it's not always the TV money too it's a big part but it's the alumni it's the mm-hmm. alumni and these checks for Alabama, Texas, Ohio State, boosters. It's the boosters, man. That's who Saban was sitting with on, on, on the stage when he was talking. That's some boosters, man. So when you when you have a collect when you have a collective effort of boosters and TV deals, oh, it's only up. Why the fuck I'm gonna go to LSU? Y'all got the same thing that JSU got. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go fuck with my people. So I, I'm I'm very interested to see how this landscape gonna look like over the the next the next five to 10 years. Like I said, it's not going to be overnight, but it's going to be dope to see. I know there was this wide receiver from uh, Pitt. He just recently transferred because of an NIL deal that he got. He's going to USC for $3 yeah, million. That's what they don't. They don't like the transfer portal neither. I don't know why. Hey, man, it's time. It's time. Colin Coward said some real shit the other day. Um, And this is facts. I never thought about it like that. He said the college coaches have some of the most power in sports because they don't report to nobody. And when you think about it, they don't. You look, think about it. In the NBA, the coaches report to who? The owners. NFL. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. they, the college level don't got no owners. They just have somebody over all the NCAA. But they they have the most collection of power. So now, oh, y'all want to try to put a hold on a transfer portal? Nah. Why the fuck I'm going to stay at Pitt if I could go to USC and get this NIL deal for three mil? What's that? And I'm honest, it's been a long time coming, but I'm so glad that this shit has been put in place because God forbid, you know, something was to happen to somebody as far as injury. These these colleges were never reaching back out to these athletes who get hurt to compensate them for nothing. It was kind of like, well, you know, we appreciate your services, but, you know, like, oh, the play for the love shit. Nah, fuck that. We we passed that. We passed that playing for the love shit because did, did USC ever take care of Lattimore when, he, when his leg came apart on the field? Did they ever do something for him? No, like, it, in a day, I need I need some M's, bro. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? And and just to think about it, um, you know, in terms of just the compensation aspect, the NCAA profited the most out of any sport, in my opinion, because they never had to pay the employees. Which mm-hmm. are the, before that, even fuck the playoff system. Now, when the BCS was in place, they made billions off a weekend. Awful, just a weekend alone. I'm talking Fiesta Bowl, Orange Bowl, Sugar Bowl, Dinner Natty, Rose Bowl. You see what I'm saying? So it was in terms, just in terms of a weekend alone, they made billions. But who was you paying? Nobody. Nobody. They'll they'll give gift cards out and little grab bags and shit like that. But players getting two, three meals a day, but can't go buy a nice little shirt. You see what I'm saying? You see that video JSU put out the other day? Oh, they mad we get money. They mad we get money. <laughs> <laughs> they losing chains and all that shit. Like, bro, that's how it's supposed to be. Because when y'all coaches pulling up in y'all Lambos and y'all Cadillacs and all that, it's all good. And I'm they riding up- plush. They riding plush. 
But but guess what though? I'm going out there put my body on the line, not you. Niggas said, "Hey, Nick Saban, man, them Hellcats seen enough, man." And honestly, bro, that we're making some more whole shit is because this shit been going on. Like niggas can go see like people. If you haven't seen that doc on ESPN Thirty for Thirty, go check it out. The Pony Express to talk about how SMU got the uh, death penalty because they basically was like paying players. You know, you go look at Blue Chips. It's a fictional movie, but it speaks to the times. Like paying players with talent, niggas buying their mama a house, buying their daddy a car, getting their mama a job in this city to make sure that they secure in order for my son to go to the school. All the shit been going on. It's just now you can't do nothing about it now, and I love it. Of course, you're gonna have the old racists who ain't gonna fuck with it because you know, oh, why are you giving? Yeah, but y'all don't got no problem with a kid going over to the military and getting his head blown off. He can make that decision though. You see what I'm saying? It's all about authority and, and, and being able to call power, man. That's all it is. When you take power from certain people, you, you get results like Nick Saban, man. Nick Saban, he matted the, 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 the playing field is even. And, you know, he's he's going to have to really – he's going to really have to sell Alabama on more than just his, his him and his prestige. Like, what is he really going to do for this? It's going to be more what, – what do I benefit by coming here? Yeah, because all I say is just take one. And get I know Alabama, but what what else do y'all? What else can you do for me? It's going to be yeah. a snowball effect, bro. I'm telling you, it's going to be a snowball effect. But if ESPN gets a HBCU network or Fox invests in the HBCU network, going to be dope to see, man. It's going to be very dope to see, very dope. Because at that point, it's like, oh shit, and some of them might move up D one. Some yeah. of them might. You might start. It might come a day. We're a long way from here. You might see a Southern JSU in a in an ESPN top twenty five poll. Based on at that point, they ain't gonna have no choice, Mo. What, what else they gonna do? What else they, they gonna do? You gonna have to have a, a JS. You you might have a South Carolina State versus Ohio State one day. I'm gonna just go ahead and put that on wax. You you might see that one day based off of the talent. And what's that? <laughs> what in turn is that gonna do for that for that area alone? That's going to just build up the economy. All this shit is a trickle-down effect, man. Yep. They see they see what's coming. They see what's on the horizon. And then I saw some shit. Jimbo said, like, Saban tried to call him. He was like, nah, bro, I ain't taking no calls. He can meet up in person, though. <laughs> and then Dion's like, no, bro, you don't get to you don't get to criticize loudly in public and then apologize in private. You want, yeah, you want to call when, they, when, the, when the smoke done cooked. Nah, bro. I need I need that shit public. I need that shit publicly. I did see he had an apology. I don't know what it was verbatim, but I did see that it was he did uh put out an apology. You he apologized basically for man. I'm on my big to sweet type shit, man. Don't apologize. <laughs> he, he apologized basically for uh for calling out me specifically, but he's he basically stand on everything else he said though. Like, yeah. Oh, they he's could- still- he still feel like put people playing, be basically buying players and stuff like that. He's not okay. going. So what? That's how I look at it. So what? Okay, we buying players. So what? You been doing that? You been doing that? It's just that you can't. This is some double jeopardy type shit. You can't do nothing about it now. Facts. If I'm going to it, I could be a coach right now for motherfucking Howard or some shit. Damn right, I'm gonna try to recruit a player. I'm gonna use that tactic. Why not? Y'all been doing it. Oh, it's no, it's no fun when the rabbit got the gun. That's what all this shit. That's, that's all it is. That's all it is. That's all it is. I was thoroughly surprised when I saw that clip of Nick Saban like talking like that. But I was uh, listening to uh, 
man, who shows that I was listening to? And they was like, they basically saying Nick Nick then wasn't expecting. He thought the cameras was wasn't rolling no more. Basically, if you look at the clip, because like that was like you said, it was like a lot of boosters there because it was like a, a filler blaster basically. But he was basically saying like, if you really look at the clip, like he didn't know. A lot of them didn't know that the cameras were still rolling because at first it was like a more like a like a media type like meeting or whatever. And then like after after like you know the media, some of the media leave, it just be the boosters and the investors are sitting there. So usually that's when the camera's not rolling no more. So he didn't know the cameras were still rolling. Mm. Oh, that's a problem now. Always saying some shit when they feel like the camera ain't on them. Mm-hmm. Nah, nigga, you was you 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 got caught out of bounds. You was talking crazy. Now you gotta be accountable for that, bro. An 8K. Yeah, an 8K. <laughs> he might be feeling salty because Texas A&M beat him this year. I don't know, yeah. man. That might be the thing, man. Texas A&M on their way up. So yeah, and they, they play again this year, too. So like, Even with me being a Florida State fan, I ain't fucking dumb. I know what time it is. Like, I know we probably pay for players. I don't give a damn. I'm a Hurricanes fan. We got a documentary on that. So, like, I'm not even tripping. Like, hey, you get down and lay down, man. That's how, that's how I look at it. Because I don't care. And if we miss out on play, because, dog, we had Travis Hunter. We had him. And then when he did commit to us and went to JSU, I wasn't, I ain't feel no type of way. So, that, brother, man, like, I want to see, as much as I'm a Florida State fan, I'm always be an FSU fan. But if he decided to go to an HBCU, that's more beneficial in the long run for, for us. So I ain't mad at it. But he, he was committed to us, though. Yeah, I remember that. Hey man, we coming into a new age with this with these college sports, man. I'm loving it, man. I'm loving it. I, f- I fuck with it a hundred grand, hundred grand. But um, playoffs, man. So Drew, man, y'all boys got the dub yesterday. Uh, Mo, how you feeling, man? Man, that was some some bullshit, man. <laughs> was it though? Look, the first quarter's cut. Let's say twenty to six. I was like, oh, we losing tonight, man. Mm. Okay, I'm back. We still losing this fucking game, bro. Like. Mm. Mm. <laughs> but I had to touch the Hey man, all I can say is this, man. The injuries, dog. What the fuck? <laughs> like, what the fuck really going on? Like, the boys say the Eastern Conference get hit like that with these injuries in the playoffs, though. Like the Western Conference ain't really had that many injuries like that, if any. This shit crazy, dog. Like, you had Tatum go down. You had Marcus Smart go down with the uh, Paul Pierce. He had a boo-boo effect. Nigga, like, bro, shit was crazy as fuck, bro. Like, Jimmy Butler got hurt third quarter, you know? Like, it's a lot. It's a lot. But niggas had to step up, you know what I mean? Kyle Lowry stepped up 11 points, what, seven rebounds. Um, P.J. Tucker, 17 points. Um, Bam, 31. Uh Bam only got that Robert in play last night. I'm gonna stand on that too. I'm just say this shit again. 90 mil, four minutes. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it. Hey man, you gotta, you gotta talk to your coach, man. Four minutes, 90 mil. <laughs> Nigga, I'm Most in the wrong profession. With that man, bro. I'm in the wrong profession. I just gotta shoot threes and just show I can shoot threes to get 90 m's and then sit on the bench. All, all Duncan Robinson is, is a $90 million cardio man right now. That's about the same. Had good conditioning. That's about it. Fucking what uh what uh what on your boy say? My uh, moving cone, he's just a cone or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> your man's out of pocket. 
Yeah, man. Hey, what's y'all? What's, what's y'all thoughts on me and Mo had me and Mo had a little back and forth throughout the week about that uh, about that topic. Uh, so, how do y'all feel about the whole Patrick Beverly? I'll let y'all go. I'll go last. How how y'all feel about it? Go ahead, Mo. I mean, it is what it is, man. It, Pat gonna speak how he gonna feel how he feel. Um, I agree with all of it. You know what I'm saying? I feel like he kind of let a lot of his uh his personal feelings get involved with how he feel about Chris game but i mean and man that's how he feel man like the nigga was like he 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 still feel away from a basketball camp or some shit like that i'm like bro like that's some you already know yeah, what type of time this shit on now like you know what i'm saying so i don't really it is what it is man <laughs> like yeah he sound like a bitter bitch respectfully like he honestly just sound like like everything like like my nigga you did not have like a good ass year like that, and I don't even know if the Timberwolves are bringing you back next year. Truth be told, you know what I'm saying. Like, but man was talking mad crazy to me. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, Chris Paul. He's, I mean, we we've, we've Chris Paul takes his slander on the chin daily. You know what I mean, Pauls. But it's still one of those things like you got to give respect when respect is due. And the man wasn't respecting this man at all, as a even as a as a top tier point guard. And yes, you know his. His credentials would say it could say otherwise, but what he has done for the game, you can't take away. You know what I mean? Compared to what Pat has brought to the game, you're a role player. And Matt Barnes said that shit the best. Like, nigga, we, he said it too. He said, we are role players, nigga. That's, that's what it is. Do y'all, do y'all feel like, do y'all feel like it's only a select group of people? Do y'all subscribe to the mental that only a certain group of people can say certain things about somebody? Nah. You 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 listen. You can say whatever you want to say. You know what I'm saying? He's a grown man. He can say whatever you want to say. But you got to deal with how people feel what you say. What you say because, like, I know I'm, just talking about, I'm talking about in terms of critique wise. Even if it's a, a little jab in there about a cone about about the cone shit. Because me personally, right? I didn't. The the biggest thing I really didn't agree with with Pat Bev was the whole name dropping Paul George shit. You didn't have to insert Paul George's name in that shit. You see know what I'm saying? Like, to me, that was unnecessary. Everything else I feel is warranted due to other players getting the same same type of talk around their name when they play bad. That was why I really had no had no issue with it. Now, in terms of bringing up the, the past and all that other shit, I feel like he only brought it up because he was asked about it. I didn't agree with it. But at the end of the day, I feel like Chris Paul, in terms of mass media, he don't get that same critique like other players. Now, on Twitter... He always gets his shit, yeah. But in terms of, like, the mass media, and Pat also spoke on that, like, it seemed like when this dude lose, it's like an unfortunate thing versus what other players, it just really be their fault. That's just me. I agree with that. I don't feel like he get... For him to be considered the point guard, and I'm not taking away none of his accolades, he don't get the same brunt like Russ do in the mass media or Paul George or James Harden or at sometimes um, it could be... Let me think. Any, it could be just be any anybody else, and for him to be that high at this point in his career, I feel like that was something that he spoke to him. But as far as like name dropping PG, the basketball camp, you could definitely tell it was something personal. I would even have brought it to the set. I would have just left it alone, or I would have just honestly, I would have euro stepped that question to be honest with you, because it would just been like, you know what, I said what I said about him. You know, to me, he don't play no defense. He's a cone. Like he be fouling for a reason. It's obvious. But in terms of bringing up the other shit, I wouldn't have to agree with that. Yeah. I feel like once he brought that up, it kind of let me know where he what what he on. Like you know what I'm saying? Like he had he that's his truth. So let him speak his truth. Like 
you still mad at this man about what happened at basketball camp 20 years ago and you feel away that's what you, you you never let that go and now you, you let your personal you let how you feel about him personally you went you went to the ESPN shit to be on some analyst type shit and you let that get in the way of you you know being on your ESPN analyst type vibes you know what I'm saying like the straight shots that shit he they was having some real good basketball conversation outside of that like them two days that he was on there when they wasn't talking about that, he was giving some good takes. Yeah, I mean, I think I think he has a future in this, but just the way he was coming, even look at JJ was looking at the nigga like, bro, you wilder, bro. Like, fuck you talking about? But I mean, again, everybody, <laughs> he was he was telling off people though because he was uh, they was talking about Grayson Allen and said he was like <laughs> he was like, yeah, duh. <laughs> <I> was <like, laughs> he was like. What, say his name? Why are we talking about these people who ain't getting over it in a lot? I was like, man, this is going. In. But you know, I, I, hey, I stand by that Grayson Allen tape. You know, I don't fuck with that man. <laughs> oh my God. Hey, so oh my I had God. no beef with Grayson Allen tape, Drew. I'm sorry, I had no beef. Hello, I had no beef with dog. Grayson Allen. Hello, my dog. <laughs> my dog. Hey man, all all Duke, all all the Dukies ain't, ain't all the way good. No. Man, but that one in particular, I do not fuck with him. <laughs> know that? No, I don't fuck with Grayson Allen. I still 100 behind that take. Yeah, Mike really don't fuck with Grayson. Not fuck with Grayson Allen. So, what, what you think? What, what they saying about Jimmy Butler's knee? I haven't heard anything yet, man. Um, hopefully, he's good to go next week. We'll see. But man, that shit is just unfortunate, man. I I really would hate to have him out. I mean, granted, like Bam had to step up. He he stepped the fuck up. But you know, Jimmy brings a different energy to the court, man. He just, he just, he definitely he, does. Yeah, he brings a different energy, and you know, what I mean, Nigga's gonna have to step up if he's out. That's just what it is, and I really hate. I would hate for that shit to happen. I mean, but even I gotta get my hats out to um Al Horford, man. Al Horford's still out there getting fucking buckets, dog. At thirty-five, yeah, double double, yeah, man, double double last night. Hats off, you know. I'm giving respect for two thousand seven, man. That's crazy. Word, yeah, bro. Back to back champ too at Florida. Facts. Yeah, like man, still getting buckets though. But you know, it still was one of those. It was a good ass game to me. Came down to the wire. Kyle, um, Kyle, he came with that clutch ass still at the end. Um, and I mean, yo, we secured that win. You know, two one. It's back in Boston. Got to yeah. get it done. If Jimmy don't play, we getting that next game though. There's no way in hell we lose. We lose two in a row at home. So. Oh, you, can't do that. you can't do that because y'all lose that going back to Miami. It's gonna be hard. And that's tough. Tatum looked like he was the way Marcus Smart had looked. That nigga looked like fucking Miami. That nigga looked like he at home. You know what I'm saying? Like Marcus Smart played a good game. Nigga been balling. Damn, like nigga, this first game back, like, bro, who is this nigga with this green hair, bro? Like, man was really hooping. Yeah, because y'all y'all lost by what 25 in Miami? Ooh. It was ugly. We wasn't there. <laughs> we, we wasn't there. Yeah, y'all returned the favor before Jimmy went down. So this series probably gonna go seven. Yeah, I, I see it going seven. Six or seven. Yeah. What y'all think about that Warriors and Mass shit? Them niggas was down by damn near 30 and came that's, back. That, that's gonna be a sweep. Them niggas getting swept, man. Hack it up. I'm calling a sweep, man. If you can listen, bro. When you play in the Warriors, man, and you that. You up twenty five in the third, going into yeah, the third. Up. You gotta, you gotta capitalize on that. You gotta bury them boys. 
the fact that they let them come back and win convincingly like that, convincingly. I don't think I don't see I don't see Luca like because I don't see Luca. Uh, there's no offense at Luca. I fuck with Luca. You know what I'm saying? I think I respect Luca a lot. It's not his he's time. Def- he's definitely gaining a lot more respect for me. This playoffs, <laughs> this playoffs right here. I, I don't see him. I don't see him leading them boys to winning that series. I think that series is about to be over with. I they think- might. They they might. They might squeeze out one at home. They might, but I don't see them. I don't see them winning this series. This is over with. Bro. You gain that, like you said, if you gain that lead, you know what that does to you as a mental? So now even the words going to Dallas, even with the words going to Dallas, if them niggas get by down like 15, they not sweating that shit. They not sweating it. But we've seen this from the Warriors a lot, though. But just for watching how they how they, how they they walk that 25 down, they're Bro, not worried about them boys, man. They're not I, worried about them boys. I think, Mac, I think them getting smacked by Memphis last round by like 50, that really put like a play. Because I saw that shit going the same way. I'm like, oh, these niggas about to get dragged by about 40 something again. But no, them niggas locked in. Defensively, them boys locked in. Their only demise is going to be them. Yeah. Their only demise is going to be them. When I look at, and I fuck with Luca. Luca is definitely, he's a dog. He's one of the top 10 players in the league, 100%. Um, I just be wanting. I just be checking the temperature sometimes. With certain people have certain games, and mm-hmm. for not for nothing, he don't have too many bad games. Game one was pretty bad. Yesterday they tried to attach the flu game shit to him. I'm like, all right, man, like, nah, do that. whatever. <laughs> but outside of that, Luca is a great. He's a great player, man. He could get to any spot. Great facilitator. The only knock I have on him is his shot selection at times. His shot selection at times is just egregious. But he's a, he, sometimes when it comes to shooting the ball. 100%. He's not this elite shooter like that. Like, he scores very well, but he, like, from three-pointer, he's not an elite three-point shooter. The thing but, is, he's, he's just not afraid to shoot the ball. Like, he's going to shoot the ball. <laughs> yeah. And when he's on, he's on. And I'm talking about in all terms of his game. Defensively, of course, you know, he has his cone moments. You know what I'm saying? Like, they be seeking him out on certain shit. But he has a knack for getting in lanes sometimes to get certain steals. He's very smart. I mean, this man been playing professional basketball since he was 13. So, you know, he he basically was like on his Ricky Rubio type shit. So, yeah. I mean, they salute to him. I just don't think the Mavs have enough. I think he needs like a true wing, like who can really like, hey, shot clock under 10 seconds. I could go get a bucket. I fuck with Jalen Brunson. If they keep Brunson but add like another true wing. need a wing player. Dorian Finney-Smith is dope, but he's not a guy who's going to put the ball on the floor. And the thing with the Mavs is, when the Mavs are shooting good, they're shooting good. Like Jason Kidd said in the press conference, once we start missing shots, our defense just went, it just went lax. And with them is, when the Mavs are on, they on. Like, that one game against the Suns, when them niggas made like 20-something threes, it was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. The only way they're going to win out the series, honestly, though. Like, they really will need a performance like that the rest of the series. Yeah, but, but it's not enough. Oh no no one hundred percent. They're they're not they're not there yet, and you know it it sucks. I mean, Luca, you had a great season, but that's I'm calling a spade a spade, bro. Like, y'all don't got enough, man. Like fucking Curry, bro. Like, and that's the thing. You can't light up. You up that high. You up that that much points on Golden State, bro. That ain't shit for them boys to walk you down. Twenty-five, thirty. That ain't not. You need to be out 40, 45 on these niggas, bro. The way the way the Warriors look at it, like they treat each half like a separate game. So Fact. it's like they look at it like zero zero. Yeah. yeah. So when you come in the third quarter, it's it's zero zero. They don't they don't they're not even looking at the scoreboard. 
that's that third quarter be a killer for a lot of teams, man. Like that shit be really do or die throughout that third quarter because either you're gonna you're gonna make it up in the third or you dead that fourth. They mindset, like Mo said, I think they mindset going into the third that they're down like that is zero zero, and they're looking like okay, let's outscore them this quarter, and when the fourth come, we gonna see what it's like. So. Yeah. I think they have a they own scoreboard in their head in terms of because you we always hear it from the commentators. Oh, Warriors won this quarter 34-15 or 30-20. Or that's always been the thing, though. The Warriors always uh, they'll try to kill you in the third quarter, depending on they up or down. They're gonna try to come get you in the third quarter. quarter. If you notice the third quarter is when the starters really don't come out. Yeah. Yeah. And if they do, it's because either up big or they might go out with like a minute left so they can come back in like nine, eight minutes left in the fourth. But yeah. for the most part, they playing the whole third. Yeah. yeah man, it's it's going to be interesting to see, man. They play tonight. Y'all play tomorrow. So this has been a good conference final so far. Nah, really yeah. Yeah. How do y'all feel doing the MVP for the conference final? So I ain't really with that shit. It's just participation awards to me, man. Like, That's participation award type shit. So when they can have on his resume, yeah, he's an Easter Conference Final MVP, though. Like, if, 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 if that help niggas get paid more money, then I'm cool with it. But to me, looking at it from a fan point, it's just like, all right, like, trophy, man. Yeah, like. <laughs> That's how I look at it, man. But I think again, man. I think um, basketball's in good hands, man. Ultimately, no LeBron in these damn finals. You don't got no none of no KD, no none of this shit. I mean, yeah, you got Curry and them boys there, but again, I mean, I see actually going up. You said what? I seen the viewership actually go up for these playoffs. Oh no, I'm sure it has because it's it's good basketball. I mean, if you're a fan of basketball, it's good basketball to watch, even if you don't even fuck with neither one of those teams. It's still good basketball to watch. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But I mean, hey. Golden State, that looked like that they punched their ticket. It's just between me and Mo right now, you know. Like, yeah, that's that's really where I'm at with it. And honestly, I don't want to face Golden State. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I'm telling you that shit. I wish. I hope the Mavs can pull off a fucking miracle. Mm. I'm not trying to see them boys with the double pick and rolls. Like, I'm not. They, 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 they wear people down, man. For real. Yeah. I mean, off ball movements. I'm ready to see our defense against an offense like that, though. Like, I'm ready to see where we stand against that. But not for no fucking – not for no champions, nigga. You know Duncan Robinson ain't getting no burn in that series. That boy going to be on Summer Jam screen every <laughs> And that boy in hell. <laughs> That's crazy. And yeah, that boy man. in hell. Like, honestly, because who is who the hell is he going to defend on defense? Nobody's – unless y'all playing his own. <laughs> And he could barely do that. But honestly, that when you think about it, man, like the trade for James Harden, Duncan Robinson, Tyler Hero. Oh, yeah. Y'all could kind of saved ourselves, bro, knowing that we had the Harden. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I still, you know, I I still don't know about that shit, man. Like, All right. I don't know, man. I think he kind of is who he is at this point. Everybody's saying he'll he'll have this summer. I'm like, bro, this man done had back-to-back summers now. So, I mean, at this point, it, 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 this just boils down to want to. Like, if, yeah. if, if you just don't want to, you don't want to. Now, it might be a little bit more because it's an opt-in year. So, 
he don't really have the extended years to get it done, whatever the case may be. Miami's in a better position. That's all I know. And they, yeah. they beat the Sixers, so that's all that really matters. So they ain't lose, they ain't lose out on nothing. Well, that's facts. Yeah, that's facts. Yeah, man. So uh we got anything else before we get up out of here, man? Nah, man, I'm good, man. Shout out to everybody, man. I was I was in the studio with uh with Shay with Shaquille yesterday. I just um, House was in there. My nigga, uh, my nigga Rail was in there. Kai Sosa, he was in there. Um, our Buddha was in there. Uh, Joey Lens was in there. We was at Twin D yesterday. So, shout out to all them guys, man. I got some shit coming on the way with them as well. So, okay, you, know. you been laying down tracks? No, I got. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. I thought you were back in the booth, man. No, I ain't laying no, nothing down, man. I ain't laying nothing. Ah, come on. <laughs> I'm interested. What that shit look like, man. I was just about to ask you about that. Word, man. Word. That's some shit coming, though, man. That's some shit that in, in the works, man. Yeah, shout out. Nigga, um, quick shout out to my nigga Shaggy, man. Shout out to Ev. They run this uh sports show daily on a Twitter space called Facts and Stats. Shout out to them niggas, man. Um, they roll out great content, and they really do that shit for a long time. So they allow people to talk. They allow people to get they, they takes off. Um. If you know Shaggy, you know Shaggy's a very animated dude, very funny dude. Um, but that that dude is special, man. I fuck with Shaggy. I tell him all the time, man, he need to start him a podcast, man. Shaggy like 23 years old. So I think if he was to get started now, man, sky's the limit for him. But shout out to Evan Shaggy doing their thing. Shout out to Sosa. Sosa just started a podcast. Um, it's out on Spotify right now. Shout out to him. And also, if you in the betting too, uh get at Sosa. His name is Sosa Locksmith on Twitter. He does it for damn near every sport. Like he's in baseball, golf, racing, football, basketball. He got a group. Um, yeah, he. I think he does have a group where he has picks. He has a. He also has a daily sports show on YouTube called Daily Bread. But um, you know, so on Twitter, so you can just reach out yeah. to him. Give you his. Yeah, I can give you his number. You can highlight him. But shout out to Sosa too. Very, very uh, knowledgeable dude. Um, supportive as well. So shout out to them, man. Everybody out there doing their thing. Much love. Much love to them brothers, man. Yeah, man. Big sure. up, big up, big up. So, man, like we say every week on here, man, if you hear anything on here that gets you in your feelings, you feel some type of way, always remember. Just a message. We out.